Hi, this is Squeaky Chair Homeschool. My name is Tara, and boy, oh boy, do we have things to talk about. Okay, so jumping right into it, what is going on with districts who have offered virtual learning to their parents in lieu of in-person at-school learning and then have delivered literally nothing? Or somehow they've hooped the schools into producing the most useless booklets I've ever seen with no teacher resources and just sent them home to parents and went, here you go. I'm furious for these parents. If anyone has been listening to me for the last two episodes, they will know that I have chosen home education, parent-led home education. I create the curriculum that my children follow. But in Alberta, we were also offered virtual learning or in-person at-school learning. Virtual learning was supposed to be through, as we were told, ADLC, which is the Alberta Distance Learning Centers, and then also offered by what we have in my town, the Learning Center. Nothing to do with the schools, but they were the only point of contact for the parents because every single parent that I know who signed up for virtual learning for very good reasons, Perhaps they have an immune-compromised family member. Perhaps they have, um, perhaps they're immune-compromised themselves. Perhaps they have incredibly high anxiety and exposing their children to other children just causes them too much personal anxiety to risk it for their own mental health or for their children's mental health. There is a myriad of reasons. And they got handed Nothing, no support, no contact, not even an email that says, hi, we don't know what we're doing yet, so please be patient. Not even that. It honestly feels like it was a manipulation because most of the parents that I knew who, or that I know who chose virtual learning did so because they wanted to keep their children at home but they didn't think that they could homeschool. They didn't think that they could write the curriculum and present it. It's so easy to do, guys. If you are considering it, the cutoff date in Alberta is September 30th. You are welcome to reach out to me and email me at squeakychairhomeschool at gmail.com. I know I'm new at this too. I've got contacts from people who are not new at this, who are old hands and who are more than happy to help you figure it out. It is not as hard as you think it is. If you want to keep your kids at home with you for whatever reason, I will help you do this. It, it's really not as scary as you might think it is, but I absolutely respect the choice you have made to put your kids in virtual learning and keep them at home. I, I've done the same thing just my own way, but I understand why you might be hesitant to present your own curriculum and why you may have chosen to let the school present it, but they completely fucked up. Every single parent that I knew, that I know, who registered their child in virtual learning through our school district has now sent them back to school. All of them. I honestly do not know one single child who was signed up for virtual learning on September 7th, the first day of school, September 8th, I'm sorry, the first day of school, who is now continuing with it. And I had five families that I knew of. 
What the hell? The reason that I said it feels like a manipulation is because they were told that they would be offered the same caliber of education. It was it was sold as an equivalent in person at in person at school education or virtual learning. Okay, these sound great. It was sold as an equivalent. Obviously without the the social interactions of school and the and the friends and the PE and the art and obviously without all of that, but it was sold as an equivalent, as a choice. And then on September 8th, no contact, no nothing. The whole first week of school goes by and one of my closest friends was registered for virtual learning and has now conceded and is now sending her children to school because she is terrified that they are falling behind and that this will never get its shit together and that she, her kids will never, they will, they will have lost a year. And maybe her reasons are unfounded. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Maybe she's panicking, but can you blame her? She was told that this was an equivalent to in-person at-school education. That's how it was sold. Second week, she got a math package for her grade seven son. A math package. That's it. No instruction, no teacher resources, no real information. All of a sudden, there's online login stuff, but no explanation on how it works. Nothing. Third week. Third week. She finally has some math packages for her other two children. Finally. Only math. Nothing else. She's then told that there are two math teachers for all grade two teachers in the province of Alberta. For all grade two students in the province of Alberta. Now, I have absolutely no idea how many grade two students there are. But two doesn't seem like very many. Two doesn't seem like very many. And now we are looking at schools quite literally being closed in Ontario. We are looking at them cutting back on how big groups can be indoors and outdoors. We are looking at restrictions on movement again like we had in the spring. And my district, my school district and division gave so little shit about the virtual learners that all of them that I know have gone back. They've gone back despite their misgivings, despite their fear, despite their anxiety. Why? Why? Whether or not you believe that COVID is as dangerous as it's being sold to us, you should have the choice for your child to be educated the way that you want. And if you want your child to stay home and they offer you, no one demanded it, they offered it to all of the parents. I got those emails because I was part of this public school board system during COVID. I only pulled out in August. So I was getting all of these emails. They offered it to us as a choice. And in fact, put their foot down and said on August 7th by 12 o'clock in the afternoon, we were to make a decision whether we were going to be with the district and in what way. It was like a high pressured sales uh, pitch. You know, the one that makes you uncomfortable because you don't feel like you have enough information to make the choice, but you're being told you're going to make a choice. God damn it. Because here's the deadline. Now do it. 
what choice did they have? So they picked the one <clears throat> that they thought they could handle and then were given absolutely nothing. It is shameful what has happened. These parents are terrified. They don't know what's going to happen. They don't trust the district and division. They've already failed them once, but they depend on them to educate their child. But then they couldn't even do it. And I get it. I get it. These are unprecedented times of 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 insanity. I the 2020 is a year that we could just rip out of the day planners and I would be fine with it. I'd be the same age for 2 years be great. It would be great. But it's it's you can tell I'm frazzled. It's it's disrespectful what they've done. And I get it. It's a crazy year. But COVID has been with us since February. They've been talking about it. The schools were shut down in March. You're telling me that they didn't think, hey, here are some ways that we might be able to go back to school. Let's think of how we would deliver this. They literally took the summer off. This is not normal times. I'm sorry. You don't get to take the summer off. You shouldn't have taken the summer off. The principal here wasn't in town until August 24th. The rest of the staff didn't have to be back until September 1st. These are unprecedented times. Come in a week or two early and get your shit together and plan what you're doing so that parents don't get left thinking that no one gives a fuck about their kids. And that when they call the school, which is their only point of contact, they don't know who else to call. They are dismissed and told, that's not our problem. You've chosen virtual. Who do we call? Who do they call? They don't even know. And so now they're all going back to school. And I'm going to have a selfish little pity party for myself, but that means that the kids that my kids got to play with in their bubble safely and every day are now going to be gone. They're going to be gone. My kids are crying. They're sad. The friends that they saw every single day, they just jumped back and forth between houses because we never went anywhere and we were safely bubbled up. And now those kids are getting exposed in the school and now I have new things to consider how often do I let them play together? Do we only play outside? Do we play inside, but we make sure there's hand wide? Like, oh, it was just so much easier. And I don't begrudge the mom anything for having to make the decision that she felt forced into making. I know it must have been really hard for her and good for her for being able to change her mind and adapt on the fly like that because I, I am absolutely positive it's a lot. But you know, pity party of one, <sighs> suddenly my kids are alone. And it was the thing that had me worried about homeschooling all along, was that my kids were going to be alone. I personally am not much of a joiner. I'm a girl guide leader. I am happy to be a part of that. I've been a part of it my whole life. But I don't, if somebody says, hey, we're all meeting up at the playground at two o'clock. And I'm like, yeah, you guys have fun with that. I'm not, I'm not that girl. I'm not, I'm not a joiner. And I know that limits 
my children. And maybe, maybe that's something I need to work on. Be a joiner, join people, take my kids out and take them to parks and play with people that I don't want to play with. <laughs> that's terrible. Yeah, it's a pity party kind of evening, but, but I'm, I, I am genuinely upset with what, with what has happened to the parents in my district and division who have chosen virtual learning. I would love to hear how virtual learning, if it's something that your area is doing, is working. Uh, I would love to hear about it. I would love to hear how your home education is going, how how what you're doing is working or not working or or, or what you think needs to change. I I would be I would I would love to hear all of that. Um, and if you have not had a chance to check out the Northern Rockies Museum subscription boxes, October's theme is Dark Skies. It includes four activities. And uh, if you get all four, you can separate them out and buy one separately if you want. They're each $10. But if you buy all four, it's only $35. And there is then a bonus activity that you can add to the box, which is only $10. It's worth way more than that. It's worth hours and hours and hours of fun for your kid and for you and educational opportunities and Everything is local um, to where I am, northern Alberta-ish. Um, it talks about the night sky, so it's great for nor all of North America. Light pollution, uh, what we can do to make a difference in our skies. It is an incredible package. You can head to our website. It is www.northernrockiesmuseum.com and um, you can check out all the information on the subscription boxes there. I promise that is the last time I am plugging where I work and these subscription boxes. I am just incredibly passionate about them. We have put so much work behind them and because we can't have guests to the museum because of COVID, this is our next attempt to bring our educational programming to you. We normally have schools and classrooms coming to us or we go to the schools. Neither of those things gets to happen in this fucked up COVID world. And so now we have tried to create these subscription boxes and uh, try to bring a little bit of fun. And um, it aligns with the Jasper Dark Sky Festival. If you have never heard of it, it runs for two weeks in October. You can check out their website, jasperdarksky.com. And that's my rant for squeaky chair homeschool. I hope next week I will have a guest like I've been promising. I have a few people who have said that they are more than happy to talk to me. So I want to line that up, have our conversations. But as for now, I just had to get that out. This was given to us as an option and as an equal option, not a shitty option, not your backup bullshit option, but an equal option. You were being offered in person or virtual. Boom. Not not one elevated over the other. And it was just, it was blown. It was completely blown and, and everyone was treated like shit and I hate it. And I don't know what to do. I feel like there needs to be a, a parent who is just that pissed and get all the, the parents together and just go straight to the top, go straight to the division and go, all right, you fucked up. Now what? We've had to put our kids in school and at risk. Like, just go, just go put, Power to the people. Get together and, and yell and scream. You deserve to be heard. This is complete bullshit. And for anybody who hears me who is going through this, my heart goes out to you. This is really hard. And it just makes the stress of it all a thousand times worse. 
I apologize for the incessant squeaking of my chair. I am called squeaky chair homeschool for a reason, but you can tell I'm worked up when I can't even sit still. I hope you all have a fantastic day where you are, and uh, I hope you join me next week. This is Squeaky Chair Homeschool. My name is Tara. Love you all.